You're listening to the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast, Episode 64. It's time to look at weight loss in a whole new way. Instead of focusing on calories in, calories out, you'll learn how to use your brain to transform your body and heal your relationship with food. If you're ready to lose your weight for the last time, you're in the right place. Because it's more than what you eat. It's who you are when you're eating. This is the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. Here's your host, life and weight loss coach, Dr. Michelle Tupman. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, we're talking all about the law of attraction. Now, this is something I've been attracted to, haha, no pun intended, for a very long time, well before the secret came out and it was just the trendiest thing in the world to talk about. But I have always misunderstood the law of attraction, and for the longest time, I didn't even know that I was misunderstanding it. I would read the book and watch the movies and all of the things and believed that if I just told myself something like, you know, money flows to me easily and effortlessly every day, that it would actually happen. And so after many months of telling myself that money would flow to me easily and effortlessly, after it wasn't flowing to me at all, I just kind of gave up on it altogether. And then when I became a life coach and started mingling and socializing with other life coaches, I met lots of people who are attracted to the law of attraction. And there's a good reason for it because at its foundation, at its core, the basics of both coaching and the law of attraction are exactly the same. And it really comes down to how we're managing our thoughts and our beliefs around the things that we want for our life. And so I'm really excited to have Zaira Mahoon um, on the podcast today. She is an expert in the law of attraction and tells us exactly what we need to do to use this tool on our journey through weight loss. Zara's mission is to guide others to stop making the mistakes that are preventing them from their success and ultimate joy by teaching them the power of the law of attraction based on her signature heart and mind alignment method. She is the author of 12 books, yes, 12, on these subjects, and the creator of the unlimited 40-day Law of Attraction workbook and support group. After committing to completely transforming her self-worth in 2006, she went from being massively in debt to owning multiple properties and creating a thriving business, as well as healing her relationships. She shares her personal journey to help people understand that, that power of reclaiming self-worth. Together with her business partner, Nicole, she runs the Law of Attraction-based wellness program, Drop It, designed to help women drop their negative beliefs, past hurt, guilt, and blame, and the extra baggage that they carry with them because of it. Nicole has actually lost 100 pounds and has kept it off for over five years based on the law of attraction principles that are taught in this program. And in fact, Zara has brought Nicole along with her to this podcast interview so that you can hear her story. So without further ado, here is the interview. I am super excited for you to learn from Zara and also to hear Nicole's story. I hope that it inspires you as much as it has inspired me. Zara and Nicole, welcome to the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. I am really excited to have you here because we're going to talk all about the law of attraction, which is actually a topic near and dear to my heart for many reasons. But before we jump right into it, ladies, can you tell us a little bit about you? Well, first of all, thank you for having us. I'm really excited to be here. My name is Zara, and I have been teaching law of attraction for the past 10 years. 
and I have written several books. I'm and another one on the way. So uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm up to fifteen now. They're not oh, big. Books. They're not big. <laughs> they're, they're they're small books. Um, because attention spans these days are small and my attention span is small. So they're small books, but they are 15. And I'm really excited to be here to talk about law of attraction and how it relates to health, weight loss and everything else. Hi, and I'm Nicole. I have known Zara for many, many years and watched her on this law of attraction journey of which I joined her a few years ago. Um, and we sort of came into this law of attraction and weight loss combination form a little while ago. Um, I've lost over a hundred pounds and I've kept it off for over five years. And that is from a lifetime of up and down yo-yo dieting. And so big shift for me and, and made a, a big difference in my life combining you know, the, the food and the exercise, but exercise, but the mindset as well. And the mindset is just so important. Hey, absolutely. And that's what law of attraction is really all about is the mindset. Right. And you know what? I think that there is maybe a little bit of misconception about what the law of attraction really is, because I think, you know, like the secret came out, I don't know when it came out. And, you know, I think a lot of people, um, jumped on the bandwagon without really yeah. understanding, right? Like, like I, I think yeah. people thought that if you just sat and thought about money, the money would come. Yeah. And, you know, that that's not exactly right, right? No. So when, when you talk about the law of attraction, what are you really talking about? It is mind over matter, but it's more than that. Because it's a way situational. It depends on the person and where they are in life. And that's where things get mixed up because it's not a cookie cutter solution. Mm -hmm. It has many different moving parts. And what you do in order to accomplish the results that you want depends on the person, depends on what is already going on in their life, depends on their existing belief systems. And there are not two people in the entire world who have the exact same belief system. And Mm -hmm. then... That is what makes the difference. And I think another complication is emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to take into account where someone is emotionally in order to figure out the trajectory of their life. And if you're going to change that trajectory, you have to change the emotion. So two people taking the same action with different emotion will get different results. Right. So it gets really... it it should be simple, but depending on the situation, it can be quite complicated. What do you think, Nicole? <laughs> uh, absolutely. It's, it's uh, when, you know, when you talk about the secret and then I'm going to sit here and I'm going to think about money and money is going to come to me. No, it's, it's, it's how you live your life. It actually becomes your life, how you approach situations, how you look at life, how you wake up in the morning where you are emotionally in every situation and then becoming emotionally stable. And that's a, you know, it's all a learning process in that, but the, you know, the, the base, the core base idea that, you know, if you are down and it's your doom and gloom, then yeah, you're going to bring doom and gloom, you know, the old saying, you know, bad luck comes in threes and no, I'm already, you know, why does it always rain on me? Sure. If that's where you're sitting and that's what you're, you're, you're looking for, you're look you find what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Right. But I guess the simplest way to look at it, Michelle, is the glass half full and the glass half empty. Right. Yeah. That, that is not a new concept. 
Right. It is now being called law of attraction. That's all there is to it. Well, fair enough. And I guess maybe what makes this complicated and what we're always talking about on this podcast and in my weight loss uh, coaching is that really your thoughts lead to your emotions, your emotions lead to your actions. And Yes, you may sit here and just, you know, decide I'm going to lose a hundred pounds. And maybe that's going to lead you to emotions that result in actions that will help you lose a hundred pounds. But, but there's often always these stronger underlying beliefs that I can't, or what if I fail, or I feel safer if I'm heavier, or all of these things that aren't necessarily um, as loud as as the other voices, but are still very pervasive. So how how do you manage that? Because because I like I I often look at I struggle with money. I always have. I still have medical student debt. It's a problem. But I also have these you know beliefs that um, rich people are terrible people and I'm not meant to have money and all of these things that I'm working on, but I'm, I'm quite convinced that those are the, those are the beliefs that are beliefs. Yes. In, in my, in my debt. Right? right. And, and so how do you, how do you work around those? I see. Well, that's a classic, you know, you're, you're pulling from both ends of the stick, yes. right? You, you've got that, that want and that feeling of lack. So I want to have money, but I believe that people who have money are not are good. Bad. So you're, you're pulling yourself emotionally in both directions when you're mm-hmm. doing that. Um, the other thing I wanted to say just to what you had said before was that, you know, we got to this place. Like when you talk about, I'm going to sit there and, and manifest that I'm going to lose a hundred pounds. We got here for a reason. We're here for a reason. We have put this on and we held this unwanted weight for whatever emotional reason for mm-hmm. so long. And yes, maybe we've had little spurts where, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm going to cut out all this food and I'm going to exercise, exercise. And yeah, we lose. Like that's just going to happen. But that's why we get on that treadmill. Yo-yo. It's, it's off yeah. the yo-yo and it's on and it's on. Cause yeah. we haven't dealt yeah. with those underlying beliefs yeah. and mm-hmm. those emotions that brought us to that place. So mm-hmm. the thing to do is to work on those beliefs when they come up. Right. We can't go looking for beliefs because they hide from us. They hide in plain sight, right? <laughs> but from time to time, a belief comes up. Like, for example, when you have a bill to play, pay, the belief that, you know, money is in short supply comes up. Mm-hmm. In the same way, when you look at a cookie, when, you know, mm-hmm. when you look at a cookie, you look at the cookie and you basically see pounds. You right. know, if I have this cookie... I'm going to gain two pounds tomorrow morning if I eat this, right? And that's just a belief because it doesn't have to happen because Mm -hmm. when you were six years old, you could eat 20 cookies and zero pounds. Right. Yes. But you could also look at the cookie and think this is comfort. This is love. This is entertainment or whatever it is. Exactly. It's the perspective that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. As long as, but then that's the emotional part too, because you're taking that cookie to quell that emotion. You're not looking at the emotion. You're not looking at what's coming up. It's you're soothing. You're soothing with the food. And that is a shift and a change in your relationship with food. Now, if there's a cookie there and you're like, whoa, look at that. That is a homemade chocolate chip cookie that I am going to eat this cookie and I'm going to love it. I am going to love every moment of, so I'm already in that, in that 
high emotional, good feeling. And I tell myself, you know what? I, my body knows what to do with this cookie and I'm going to eat it and I'm going to love it. And I'm going to take from it what I, what, what makes me feel good. My body knows how to deal with the rest of it. That's a very different place from, you know, oh, I just saw my ex walking down the street and I even saw that post and and, oh, and then I'm just going to eat these cookies. Like yeah. you're in a very Mind different yeah. place. Emotion. Very different place. Like, you exactly. that. Place. Exactly. Yeah. And yes. that emotion is what makes the difference. Mm-hmm. You, the same action done with different emotion will give right. you different results. Yes. And people don't always believe that this is true in the case of calories, but it is. It is is absolutely 100% true. And in a way that I can actually explain from a physiological perspective, actually, but I, I, let's just take a step back from that for a second. Is there any science behind the law of attraction? Yes, absolutely. Physics, all of physics supports law of protraction and quantum physics even more so. Mm-hmm. So um, if you even have basic understanding, everyone understands gravity, right? Everyone understands gravity. It's We weren't taught gravity. Our parents didn't, you know, when we were one year old and we were starting to walk, our parents didn't sit us down and read us a lecture about gravity. It was just, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> it, was, it was just something that comes naturally to us. And so mm. law of attraction also comes naturally. But from a scientific point of view, if you look at uh, what happens when, some, when something moves, it's a transfer of energy. Everything in this universe, everything in on planet earth is involves a transfer of energy. Mm -hmm. And so when we think about something, our thoughts are a form of energy. When you think about something, you are conveying your thought energy to that subject. Mm -hmm. And by doing so, you are moving that subject into your future. So if you focus on being overweight and you're thinking, oh my God, I've got to lose, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50, however many pounds, you are moving the weight problem into the future. Mm -hmm. Instead, a better way of looking at it is to move good health into the future. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that difference between I can or I can't. Either way, you're moving either one of those into your future. Which one do you want to move into the future? Because you're expending your energy on that subject. Right. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And just also from the cookie perspective, yes. right? When 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 you're in the moment and having the thought of, oh my God, I'm going to eat this cookie. I'm going to put on more pounds. I'm never going to like all of that negativity puts you in, you know, what we call, you know, sympathetic dominance and your cortisol rises and your digestion shuts down and more of what you eat gets stored as fat versus if you take the approach, you know, Nicole suggested it, oh, look at this beautiful homemade cookie. I'm going to eat it. I'm just really going to love it and enjoy every second and trust my body knows what's what to do, you actually go into parasympathetic dominance, which is where digestion and metabolism is at its prime. And you're going to use that cookie um, in a much different way. So even in the present moment, how you're thinking about that cookie has has implications for, okay. for what you're yeah. going to do with it. Absolutely. And, and you've also, you've brought yourself up to this place. So mm-hmm. now you're moving forward you you're already in a higher place you're you're more likely to make b- 
better choices. You're more likely to, you know, look at the next thing. It's like, do I want another cookie? No, I don't really need another one. I'm not in a place of luck. I can always have another one tomorrow. It's not a big deal. I'm yeah. not in this place of lack and denial. And you're, you're making those and you're feeling better. And the better you feel, the better choice you're going to make, the more likely you're going to go for a walk or you're going to want to do something that is supporting your body because you're already in this higher emotional space. Yeah. That's a very important point that Nicole just brought up because uh, we all know that our body functions differently based on where we are. People who are in depressions, clinically depressed, you can't even get out of bed, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas Mm -hmm. when you're in love, everything is beautiful. The world looks lovely. You're saying hello to everyone, smiling at everyone. Our bodies function differently based on the emotion we're feeling, number Mm -hmm. one. And number two, you have more clarity of thought if you are in a better feeling place and therefore Mm -hmm. you end up making better decisions for yourself. Right. And I think it's important to emphasize that in a lot of situations, we actually have some control over the emotion we're feeling. Yes. Right. Maybe less so if you are in the midst of a major depressive episode, but, you know, not not completely, but certainly, you know, on an everyday, you know, average day, we we do have control over the emotions that we're feeling. It's one of the only things we do have complete control over really. And the other thing, you know, when you talk about the depressive and I think where people get caught up too, is you're not going to go from depressive to joy and love you. It's the process. It's a process. Just that little tiny bit more, just that little, that little step, you know, that little bit, little bit, little bit, it's all moving the momentum in the right direction because you're not going to get from here to there. You're not, no one can make that yeah. jump and, and, yeah. and sustain that it's, it's, yeah. it's uncomfortable and it's not possible. But you know what? I think that's what people often want, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I think that's one of the, 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 you know, get rich quick sort of schemes yeah. and the, you know, lose, you know, 20 pounds in six weeks sort of programs why they're so successful is people, people are really, you know, because you haven't changed your habit of thought. The way we think is also a habit. Mm -hmm. And unless you change the habit, then the problem cannot go away because Mm -hmm. you recreate the problem in your head. So if, if you, if there's a, if there's this emotional situation that is got you in its grip, Unless you deal with the emotion of that situation, it's going to affect your health because it affects how you feel and it affects how you think and therefore take action, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it, it starts with how do you feel better? There are a few things that you do that will immediately help you feel better. And the first and the simplest one of them is just breathe. Yes. Before you take action, stop, yes. just breathe. And think about this action that I'm taking. How is this going to impact me tomorrow? I I call it, you know, it's uh, the day after effect. So just think about waking up the next day and thinking, what did I do? Why did I do it? Right? Right. And if you feel that way, then don't take that action. Yes. Yes. And so in, in my coaching, we often talk about this as, as future self work, right? So you, you know, you think about, 
who you want to be six months, a year down the road, what would that person do in this situation? Right. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it it makes complete sense when you think about it. Yeah. It's just being present enough to think these thoughts. Right. And that's where making it a habit Mm -hmm. is important, which is what Nicole was referring to when Mm -hmm. we started is that law of attraction is not a tool. It is a lifestyle. It is. It is and, it's, yeah. and it's the habit. Because when you think about it, we think constantly. Like we don't, we never stop thinking. Our mind is constantly, constantly, constantly going. And it's starting to be become mindful of where is my mind going? Where am I going when I'm sort of mindlessly doing this and my, my brain is, and it's starting to take notice of that and starting to retrain yourself to where, because that is the only control you have, where your mind's going to go. And when you start to see yourself go down the rabbit hole, how do I, how do I, I notice it first. The very first thing is just to notice it. Yes. I notice awareness. That, that is just the awareness. I yeah. notice that this is, this is a habit of mine that I start to think of this. Mm-hmm. And so now what am I going to start doing when I notice that? Yeah. And it's, it's, it is a, so it's a lifestyle. It's a, it is a lifestyle. Yeah. One of my favorite um, analogies that Zara uses is, uh, is like the karate. You know, we go and we get our white belt and we kind of practice and we do this and we do, you know, and we move up in the belt and then we get to our black belt. Like we know everything we need to know, but it's the practice. You keep when doing you, it. You keep doing it. Even though you're a black belt and you know all the karate moves, you mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. every day you do the moves, you yeah. do the, you do the practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so do you have any suggestions for people who are just getting started with this? Because I know when, when women first come to me, their, their habits are so much a part of who they are that they yeah. don't even see it yet. Yeah. And so how do you suggest people even start to notice when they are engaging in some of these, you know, habitual ways of thinking? Well, so awareness is before awareness, there has to be acceptance, acceptance that I do have control. Mm-hmm. You see, if you keep telling yourself that I don't have control and I can't figure this out, then by law of attraction, because law of attraction will bring you whatever you think about mm-hmm. that is your truth. So if you keep saying, oh, I can't figure this out. I don't know how to fix this. Then that's how it will stay. So yeah. it involves a little bit of a shift of your self-talk and your language saying, I can do this. I can learn how to do this. And there are resources available that I can tap into that will help me get the tools to get started. So it's right. the first thing is to empower yourself to say, I am capable of doing this. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think also a really important part of that too is they're here. They have sought this out. Like they are at this point where they are looking for a solution and they mm-hmm. have reached out to you or they've, so they've already taken that little bit of the first step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they know that something needs to change. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. Now, yeah. if you have decided that something needs to change and you also have accepted that it's you who's going to change it, mm-hmm. then the third step after that is to start saying, well, I know I have to change it. I know I can change it. Yeah. Now I need to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So just pay attention. And what happens when you pay attention to how you're speaking is 
that you start picking up on your beliefs. If right. you ask yourself that one question, how will I feel about this in the future? Then yeah. you start, oh, I will not feel good about this. I guess, why is it that I won't feel good about this? What yeah. is my belief about this thing? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then you've got that belief. Once you've pinpointed what your negative belief is, now mm-hmm. you can turn it around. And you turn mm-hmm. it around by your self-talk. You have to talk. You can talk yourself into something and you can talk yourself out of it. Right? <laughs> you sure can. Yes, you so, can. I mean, this is why people have cold feet when they're getting married is because they talk themselves <laughs> into the marriage and then they're talking themselves out of it, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like such a good example of this is, you know, when I wrote my Royal College exams to become an emergency physician, I left the exam and my husband picked picked me up and I told him I aced that exam. I know it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we were driving home and I, I started like the thought started coming. Right. And then I told him in two days when I'm quite certain I failed this exam, will you remind me, <laughs> will you remind me how I felt right now? <laughs> because of course, over the next two days, I had completely convinced myself that I did poorly. But you aced it, right? Because your initial reaction and your initial emotion yeah. your initial feeling your was your gut feeling yeah. and that's what you went with initially yeah. and then your brain talked yeah. you out of it so here's the thing here's yeah. the thing michelle every food we have beliefs about every single food that comes on our plates mm-hmm. and all you have to ask yourself at that point is do i think this is good for me right yeah and that's a you, good question you, yeah. you know if you think it's not good for you and you still have it then it's like that creates the guilt. And what is guilt? It's a negative emotion, right? Yeah. So yeah. then it takes you down and your body doesn't function as well when, right. you're, when you're in those negative feelings. Yes, well, exactly. And this is the problem with diet culture is that it has taught us to demonize certain foods. Exactly. Right? And so many women will look at you know, carbs or fat or whatnot and and have, have, have that exact reaction. And you're right. That's exactly where all the guilt, um, the guilt comes from. Then we have to stop eating because you, there's a diet out there that calls every single thing wrong. (laughs) There is, there is, there is. So our, our ultimate goal and what we're, you know, and and what we're doing now is food freedom, food freedom. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's our, that's our goal food freedom. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it is. And I talk about food freedom all the time. Um, how, how do you define it? Nicole, how do you define it? I define food freedom that there's nothing, there's nothing off the table. Absolutely nothing. So I can, I can look at a food and right now I can decide, you know, what is my belief about this food? But you know what? My body knows what to do with anything. My body first tells me, do I need this now? Do I want to eat this now? Maybe I don't. And yeah. so there's nothing off the table because number one, I, I, if I eat it, I eat it to enjoy it. I eat it to nourish my body and to delight my taste buds. Yes. I don't yeah. beat myself up that, you know, if maybe I do have something that maybe I still have some negative feelings about, I don't beat myself up about it because tomorrow's a new day. One mm-hmm. time, one time doesn't hurt you. One time doesn't. So I'm, I, for me, food freedom is to be able to move through my life move through situations, not 
worry, not worrying about what I'm, you know, what I'm eating, because I know that I'm making choices, fully aware of my choices and lining up with those choices. And yes. as long yeah. as you don't beat up on your mm-hmm. choices, you're mm-hmm. good. Yes, that's that's exactly what it is. What it is for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh uh, well, just to add uh, or to summarize, is that our goal is that um, both nourishment and taste should be the same thing. It shouldn't be that oh, I I enjoy eating it, but it's bad for me. No. You yeah. should eat those things that you enjoy eating, but change your mindset. If you think that it's going to harm you, but you still want to have it, don't have it as long as you think it's going to harm you. Change your belief about it and then have it. And have it. Because yeah. you used to have it when you were a kid without thinking it was harmful. Yeah. And that's yeah. why it never harmed you. Yeah. It, well, it you know, I never so thought of it that way. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's so true. Yeah. 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 As soon as someone tells you this is harmful, now they've created doubt in your mind. Mm-hmm. And now when you have that food, you're having it with a negative belief. Right. And, you know, and I often witness this in people who are naturally thin, that they just have no hangups exactly. whatsoever right. for what they're eating. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that is such a big difference between... Yes you know, yes. naturally thin people. And those of us who struggle is because we have this whole dialogue, exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. we feel guilty. If we yes. go ahead and we consume things that we think we are, you know, then we beat up on ourselves. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. What were you thinking? You can never get a handle on yourself. You always do this. Look at yeah. that person and that person and that. And it just starts this whole dialogue in our heads that yeah. bashes us down. Mm-hmm. Or I've already started. I've already. I've already come this far. I've already done. I'm just gonna. Well, I, I'm just gonna go all the way. Yeah, that's and, right. And that's you're just, yeah, but open. it is. That's the changing, right? Yeah. That's the, yeah. yeah. I've lost control. So I've lost control. Cares. Yeah. 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 No. No. That. I mean, that struggle is real for many, for sure. Yes, it is. It is, yeah. and it has been real for us. That's why we are here. Yeah, well, for sure. And, you know, Nicole, I would love to hear more about your journey yeah. with the weight loss. My journey. Okay. Well, you know what? It's, it's because I, I, I did get to a point in my life where I was, I, I think I had just turned 50 and I was sort of like, like, this is me, like, this is either going to be me now forever, or I really have to find something that I, I need to change my life. And um, a big part of it was, yes, I, I, I had already manifested this, all this weight. And I, yeah, the diet, the exercise, I've done that before, but I did a big mind shift. I had to, I was in a situation in my life where I was unhappy with a number of aspects in my life. And I tackled those as well. And I, mm-hmm. I tackled the emotional side as well. And that mm-hmm. was the big, game changer for me. And you know, it's funny because when now that we're doing this and we're, you know, we're doing this course and we're doing podcasts and I sit there and I think, what did I really do? Like, what did I, you know, what did I eat? What did I, and I honestly, it's hard. Like if I had to sit down and put exactly what I did, diet and exercise, why I could maybe a bit, but it was a mindset. No, no, it's the mindset. It was the mindset. I got happy. I got happy. 
is what I did. And it's not only did it help me to lose that, but it has kept me never before. Like I, this is me. Like I'm, that's not coming back on. That's, I can't even remember that person anymore. One of my biggest challenges was when we started this course, I had to put some before and after pictures. And I'm like, I don't even recognize, like, that's not me anymore. I'm a, I am a different person and I'm a happy person. And not because I've lost the weight, but because I've chosen that's, that's, that's the way that I'm living my life now. And it's all part of that. And I feel like that I'm, this might be the most important thing that has ever been said on this podcast, because I would be willing to bet that the old you and the various areas in your life where you were unhappy were all related in some way, yes. right? So it's not like you were individually working on these different aspects, right? There was this core piece of you behind it all that needed some healing. Mm-hmm. And when you did that work, the outward manifestation was happiness in all of these areas. And I think that is the piece that is missing in most of the weight loss work out there. So we right. tell that the concept yeah. of the two-headed monster in the mm-hmm. sense that all of weight gain is one head of the monster. The mm-hmm. other head of the monster is the emotional problem that caused yes. the weight gain. Yes, exactly. And you cannot slay the monster unless you attack both the heads. A hundred percent. Yep. And that's the concept that we, uh, that's the ideology on which we base our work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, it's probably true when women come to me and you, the two of you, right. Yeah. Is, is that I think women may not be able to articulate it in this yeah. way, but on some level they understand yeah. that there is, something beyond just the food that that's going on here yeah Yeah. so the point there is uh michelle when when we make that statement what follows from that is that because the weight has already manifested it is not something that you can think away Mm -hmm. you you can't just meditate it away you can't just think it away there is action involved to deal Mm -hmm. with it Mm-hmm. The part that you deal with through thought is the emotional side of things. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. where the thinking work is involved. But mm-hmm. in order to address the weight loss, in, in addition to the thinking, you also have to take action. You have well, to right. do those things that are good for you, you know, yes. are good for you. But right behind the action are the emotions and the thoughts that's the thing because if you try to take the correct actions for losing weight without having the appropriate emotion behind it to drive it it's just just a broken strategy there yeah Yeah. and so it's inspired action exactly yeah and so that's what our philosophy is that you need to work on three aspects the mindset the body and the food Mm-hmm. You know, so the activity, the food, as well as the mindset. If right. A yeah. lot of diet programs or weight loss programs will either focus on physical activity, you know, mm-hmm. do this exercise routine and you'll lose this much weight <laughs> or eat this, eat this way, eat this way and you'll lose this much weight. And that's the wrong way to do it because you need to have a balance between what you're doing for your mental nourishment, for your mm-hmm. emotional health. What are you doing for your physical health and what are you putting into your body? All right. of it makes a difference. 
right? Yes. And this is why I call my program Nourish Yourself, Body and Mind. Yes. <laughs> because they have to happen. They have to happen. Yes. Right? Yep. And so many times what I find with, you know, the women that I attract into my programs yes. are they have so disconnected to their sense of joy yes. um, and yes. happiness yes. that food yes. is the thing that provides that for them. Yes. So yes. once we can, once I can get women to you know, to, to see that and then find joy elsewhere. I mean, the weight almost becomes a non-issue. A non-issue. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I think we are on the same wavelength here. Yes. Yeah. I, I think so too. <laughs> I love it. And I just have to say, I had to bite, I had to bite my tongue while you were talking, Nicole, because you said when you turned 50 and, you know, listeners, I know you can't see her, but Nicole, you don't look a day over like 36. <laughs> she, I'll tell you what, when she, did, when she went through that phase of weight loss and letting go the emotional baggage, yeah, she, her, she changed in the way she looks. She looks 10 years younger now. I'm 57. I'm no, 57. I, I, I truly do not believe that. I just started with skincare line. <laughs> you know what? I have been accused of smiling too much. Of like, oh. talking every, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I, I get that too. I yeah. get that too. So somebody actually asked me if there was something wrong with me, if I had a syndrome because I smile too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Really? There, there isn't. My kids accuse me of talking. They go, why do you talk to everyone? I'm like, no, we're it's all fun. We're, we're fun. It's here. We're all, you know, in this having this moment at the same time. Why not? That's so amazing. And then, you know, Nicole, I'm just wondering if if you can even, you know, re- remember. But were there um, specific words of self talk that you used to help you? The forty affirmations. Right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. What I, you know, the work that I started doing um, with Zara, and uh, you know one of my big ones is the future can be better than the past mm-hmm. and everything works out for me. It does. Everything works yeah. out for me. And, you know, it's, it's just sort of starting with those. And the big thing about affirmations and self-talk is you have to 100% believe it. Yeah. And, you know, because affirmations that you just say, if it's just lip service, but yeah. you know, you find something that really resonates with you or you start it slowly. Like, you know what? I'm starting to believe, or I'm starting to see that I can do this, or I'm, you know, and just those, again, little steps, you can't go from here to here. You've got to do those little steps. Yeah. Well, I I agree. And we like to use like the phrase I'm working on, or I'm learning how to, people can hang on to those, like you can really buy into those beliefs as well. And I'm better today than I was yesterday. Right. Yeah. Yes. I'm better yes. today than I was yesterday. Absolutely. And yeah. today is a new day. And it doesn't yeah. matter what I did yesterday, what happened, because every morning when I wake up is a fresh start and I get to choose how I'm going to spend that day. Yeah. 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 I love I, I love it. And yeah, I I, I think it, this doesn't have to be complicated, right? I, th- I think like, like sometimes people think that, you know, it, it, it needs to be complicated and, you know, as something as simple as saying to yourself, you know, things work out for me, or I'm better today than I was yesterday, or the future doesn't have to be right. I mean, these, there's actual power behind 
these statements if you believe them. And Absolutely. I think, you, you know, it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. No. So the thing to do with that is to create the belief. If you don't currently have it, mm -hmm. create the belief. And that's where the work is. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we help people to do that through the workbook, um, the 40-day law of attraction, unlimited 40-day law of attraction workbook, where uh, every day starts with an affirmation mm -hmm. and starts with a passage that helps you to establish belief in the affirmation. And right. then those affirmations become your core beliefs, become the way that you live life. Mm -hmm. And how do you find, like, how, how do you get the belief? Like, one of the things that we often do in my program is look for evidence where it's true. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? That's, because that's like, exactly what we do. we'll sit and write a list of a hundred things where you've done X, Y, and Z to show your brain. Well, you know what? You actually can <laughs> do this mm -hmm. because look at all the times where you have before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's it's almost like you're sitting you think about you're sitting with your best friend and your best, you know, your best friend is, yes, you can't look, you've done this and you've done yes. this and you've yes. absolutely. And it's just starting yeah. that. Yeah. And you do because you're full. And again, the law of attraction, you're focusing on that positive. You're moving yeah. in that positive direction. direction. And right. sometimes it's hard, you know, like, like I'm not sitting here smiley, all happy all the time. Like, yeah. sure, I have my moments. Mm -hmm. But I have my, I have my tools. I have my, you know, ways to bring it. Yeah. I was like, one of my favorite, go on Instagram and, and look at cat videos for 10 minutes. <laughs> you're laughing and you're, and you've forgotten that thing that kind of, you know, just little things that help you yeah. to, to bring yourself up. And then you can start, you know, take your mind off your own life. Yeah. Don't get so preoccupied with your mm -hmm. own life because when <laughs> you spend too much time thinking about your own life, you always naturally <laughs> will gravitate towards all the problems because you yes, think, oh, I'm going to think about these problems yes. and I'll end up finding a solution. But law of attraction says that the reverse is true. If you keep focusing on your problems, you keep recreating the problems. Yes, 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 So you get do. off the subject of your life. And, well, and, 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 well, and I love that because you're right. Our brains are naturally wired to focus on the negative. It's right. It's just the way it is. But um, we do have the power to choose switch. To, yeah. to, 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 to switch out of that and, and think something else. And, so, and, and I love that. Get, get, you know, Get out of and, your own life for a little while. And just being, yeah. just being aware of when it starts. To, that's the first step. Just being aware, just starting to notice. Hey, yeah. I'm, a, yeah. And, and, and then you start to catch yourself and it's just a little bit every day and you're just starting, you know, the momentum train in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes it slows down. Yes. As long as it keeps going in the right direction. Yeah. Well, right. And I love, I, I write down at the top of my journal every day, trust the dominoes will fall yeah. in terms of my business, not, not my weight, you know, journey, but, you know, but, but my business, because taking just, you know, the one small step, right. That pushes the first domino over and then the next one falls and the next one falls and the next one falls. Right. We trust the universe because if we just keep going, the universe will carve out that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah. 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 All right, ladies, where can people find you? I know you have a Facebook group. Yes. We yeah. Do. 
um, we also have a free webinar recording that people can watch. And okay. they can go to my website, which is um, zmahoon.com. So Z-M-A-H-O-O-N.com. And the links are available on the website. The links for everything are on your website. Yes. Okay, wonderful. And I'll be sure to put the link to that website in the show notes um, and on my social media as well. Awesome. Thank you. Amazing. Now, before we sign off for today, do you have any last words of wisdom that you want to share? Ah, uh, you're here. If you're the here, you're, on. <laughs> if you, <laughs> you've given me the floor. You're here. If you're listening to this, you're here. You're, you're, you're already taking that first step. And, and that's awesome. That's awesome. Let the dominoes fall. The next one's going to fall. Follow you know, each step, it's one step at a time and, and good for you. Don't yeah. beat up on yourself. Don't beat up on yourself. Gosh. No. Yeah. Be, right. your best, be your own best friend. Yeah. Be your best. Exactly. Treat yourself and you're like the beautiful gift that this, this is the vessel that you've chosen to walk through this walk through life. In. And so you enjoy it. Enjoy it. I love that. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, Sarah and Nicole. That was just so enlightening. I'm super excited. And if you'd like to know more about this, we talk about it all of the time inside our Nurse Yourself Body and Mind group coaching program. If you're interested in learning more about that, just head on over to www.waysahealth.com forward slash nourish dash yourself to find out more. And I hope to see you inside. If not, I'll see you on the podcast next week. Take care.